originally I was gonna talk about it originally in the, in the podcast this episode, but next episode I'm particularly gonna do a full dedication to Tech Nine. If you don't know who Tech Nine is, not the rapper that everyone's associated particularly knows, a batter rapper named Tech Nine. Today passed away on March 25th. Um, the cause of death is unknown, but he is sincerely, sincerely a legend when it comes to modern day battle rap. If you don't know who he is, if you're not familiar with battle rap, watch his battle with Midwest Miles. It has his first round is considered one of the best rounds, if not, no, one of the best opening rounds, if not one of the best rounds ever in battle rap history, from how he controlled the crowd to the content he was saying. He is a legend, and, you know, in the next episode, I'm going to play some... I'm going to play that particular clip of what got made everybody, um, you know, keeps retweeting on, on, on the internet right now. But I'm also going to play some of his best moments as well and other in his other battles from artists from Lupe Fiasco, Kendrick Lamar, Denzel Curry, to battle rappers such as Tay Rock, Shotgun Shug, um, New Jersey Twerk, A-Word, Loso, and so much more have um, paid their respects. So um, I want to say rest in peace, Tech, you know. Um, you're a legend in battle rap and battle rap commentary media. Um, you know, send my condolences to his friends and family. And you know, battle rap won't be the same without you. It really won't. Let me tell you guys about my first day on my new job. <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> it started off perfect. I got there early. This happened all on Saturday. He was doing a Central Michigan powwow event where, you know, the school hold um, this event to show, to celebrate um, the traditions of Native Americans here in Mount Pleasant and surrounding areas. So I went there to cover it, you know, got my new job as videographer, got my $400 camera with me. That part is important, $400. 400 400 my nigga, 400 So we just going, you know, me and our esteemed editor, Brent, we was covering the shoot, and I, you know, put my camera on the tripod. I'm thinking it's secure, safely tucked in a beautiful spot right next to the, right next to these group of people about to play the drums for the drum contest, where the winner got five hundred dollars. By the way, whoever won it was gonna get five hundred dollars just by being being on some drums. I'm jealous. So anyway, I'm sitting down like this is gonna be a great shot. I turned my head for two seconds. All I heard was boom, and I slowly did that turn because I knew what it was, right? And I didn't want to believe it. <laughs> so I'm slowly turning my neck like, please, God. My camera right on the flow. And the battery fell like three rows under the seats. I had to go down, get my um, battery. Look, and people, I, I was afraid people thought I was going to try to steal their stuff. So I got back to my camera. I'm looking at it. No scratches. I'm like, all right, cool. This shit is dope. I put the camera in. I didn't see anything too crazy. I'm looking at the lens, no cracks, all that. I started to take, I took one picture. There's a big-ass black mark covering the person's face on every shot I took. That was my first day. On my first hour in, I broke my camera. Not the first full, not even two hours in, my niggas. I didn't even finish the event. First hour in, I broke my camera. I've had this camera for a week. That won't make it any better. I broke my camera, yo. You got to get it together. My first day on my job. I broke my <laughs> out of my pocket four hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm not even. I am poor as shit, my niggas. I missed out on two weeks of meals because of this shit. Yeah, it hurt my soul. I hurt my soul. Damn near cried. 
I went to a library to check if it was um, to see if it was like every picture. That's how I found out it was. I low key took like two minutes to myself to cry in in the back of the library. That shit hurt my soul it's okay. so much. I would have cried too. No, so, so like if you th- if you ever had a bad first day at work, a bad first day at school, bad first date, you understand this pain right here, my niggas. You ever have one like that? No. Look at you all perfect. Man, <laughs> man, she always got to be perfect, y'all. But welcome right now to the Culture Report. I'm your host, Stevenson Altador. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whatever you are listening to this, I gladly appreciate you being here. As I said before, I'm Stevenson Altador. Sock And I'm here with my esteemed co-host, as always. Davey. Hi, I miss you guys. Hola, how was your weekend? Did you break a camera? No, I did not break a camera. <laughs> but, uh, I had a busy weekend. Ooh, tell us about it. Uh, Friday, what did I do Friday? Friday, I had a, a pre-departure meeting for my study abroad trip, and that was about like two and a half hours, I want to say. To South Africa, right? Yes. Are you still, you going to plug that GoFundMe? Hey, <coughs> <coughs> I'm just saying. <coughs> plug. <coughs> anyway. You're not going to plug it in? Wow. I just gave you that spot. It's okay. <laughs> My girlfriend is going pretty well, though. Hey. And, yeah. And then, uh, what did I do later on that night? I don't remember. Anyway, Saturday. <laughs> Saturday, there was a conference. And then later on that day was a probate. And then um, a party. And then... Sunday was an event that we had my dance team and CACU and the Alphas on the campus host an event uh, in the Towers basement. It was pretty cool. Oh, that one, I saw all that show with Snapchat. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Yeah, you got to get more connected. I really do. Because <laughs> this ain't no reason you don't be knowing what's going on. I really do. I knew about the women's conference. I did not know about that event that held at the Towers basement. And I lived there. Yeah, at first it was supposed to be outside, but it was a little too chilly. So I moved it to the basement. It was a decent crowd. We had, like, pizza and water. I could have got free food. Shit. Yeah. Chips and everything. You missed out. That R-Fox food don't be hitting like it, like it did on the first week of school. Uh-huh. That's how they always get us, for real. Oh, for that real. first week, they give they put the whole plate out there. Like, you get all the meals you thought you go, you think you're going to get for the rest of the year. The and niggas. then they never serve them ever again. My niggas, why we eating quesadillas, eggs and ham quesadillas at 7 o'clock at night? Why we eating this? It makes me so mad that they only do that, like, you know that, like, really, like, the day of, like, uh, homecoming where they do, like, the wings <sighs> and the onion rings. They have, and... like, five different flavors of wings. Yes, they do that that one day and never do it for the Next rest of the year. year. They... I don't get it. They serving us ham and cheese quesadillas with some crusty ass fucking biscuits and some terrible pancake. My nigga, I want the real food. We paying two thousand dollars for this? Yeah, they be thinking they be doing something. I don't know. Nah, I tell you, they serve chicken nuggets. Only I don't me. like the chicken nuggets because they're not real. But I mess with the chicken tenders. The chicken tenders be good, but they never serve them anymore. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, they haven't served them in a while. That's, That's what I'm something. saying. Like, they the haven't served fried shrimp in a chicken. while either. Yeah, they did that that one day. And I yeah. was like, y'all are doing something. I love fried shrimp. And then they never, like, that was the first time I think I ever, like, ate you know, it in there. I'd be, I'd be mad when they be serving grilled cheese. 
for Me lunch too. and dinner. I hate grilled cheese. Like, Me too. Dog, grilled cheese is the worst thing you could ever. I don't give a fuck what anybody tell me. Grilled cheese is the worst thing ever. It's literally just bread and cheese, my nigga. That's what I'm saying. Like, like that's, that's not dinner. What am I supposed to do with this? That's not a meal. <laughs> like, if I wanted cheese, I just fucking eat it by itself. The fuck the bread going to do to it? Add calories, nigga. What? You gonna serve me grilled cheese at six and seven o'clock at night? I'm supposed to say, oh, this is fulfilling. Fuck around with y'all. Yeah, they be holding us with the grilled cheese. I don't get it. And I, and I don't like the tater tots. I don't like tater tots. I don't mess with the tater tots, but when I have some ketchup with them, I don't mess with the pasta station. Like, it has some good pastas, but, like, the fettuccine, it literally be, like, milk and water and noodles. <laughs> like. <laughs> milk water. That, it be so soupy. Nah, I'm like, what is this? that chicken, that they, that when they make the chicken Alfredo, that chicken be hard as shit. Yeah, I don't like it. Like, I don't like the chicken. I like when I get like salads, I get the chicken at the uh, Mongolian and I put like seasoning on it because then it's like actually cooked and stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah. But like the grilled chicken, they be, think they be doing something with that should be nasty. Uh, and then the Southern Station, the Southern Station is probably the most consistent one in terms of decent food. Yeah, but they have the missteps too. Yeah, like the, they do. That noodle and, and the and the brown sauce they be served. That, the that, beef stroganoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, that, that ain't it, chief. Yeah, chef, my bad, chef. <laughs> that that ain't it. Put that back in the kitchen. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know what they be doing with that one. <laughs> nah, I literally I've been eating more veg- vegan food more than ever lately. Really? Yeah, cause I'm almost two forty, which is crazy. Cause most people who see me, they say I don't look that. Big. Yeah, I was gonna say you don't. And I, but I'm 5'10", 235. I feel you, though. Like, I'm trying to eat healthier, too, so I've been trying to cut back on, like, red meat and pork and stuff. It's hard. It, it is hard. Um, <laughs> when you hungry. Right. So, I don't know. I've been eating a lot of chicken and, like, turkey meat uh, lately. And then I usually eat a lot of fish, but at school I don't because it's not really that. It's not good. Yeah. One, it's not that good, and they don't really serve it, and I don't, I don't really like it. So um, I eat fish a lot back at home, though. Like, my mom makes fish. I'm not really a, hood, a huge seafood person. I love seafood. No, I don't. I, when, if, it, if the shrimp not fried, I don't want to eat it because I, I can taste it every time I hear the word shrimp. Like, even saying it right now. I, can, I feel you. I don't like grilled shrimp, but I like fried shrimp. Yeah, fried shrimp is Yeah. I like um, grilled shrimp is okay. Depending I can't on eat too many grilled shrimp. But, like, man, it's hard to eat healthy over it. It really is. Cause, it like, is. There ain't that much healthy items to eat. We got yeah. the subway and towers. You got the off. It's not even healthy for real. Not, that what was that nigga name? Who who said who <laughs> lost like like what five hundred pounds? I forgot his name. <laughs> Which is know. good though because right. he actually a I child molester. Exactly. So I fuck that nigga. That. I hope he can get his ass beat in jail. In jail. I hope he's getting his ass beat in jail every fucking day. Every fucking day. Fuck yeah. that nigga. But what was his name? Was it Jared or some shit? Like no, it wasn't Jared. Was it Jerry? Jer- it might have been Jerry. <laughs> it might have been Jerry. Was it Jerry? Like the subway guy? Yeah, the yeah. subway guy. Jerry, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was Jerry. Fuck that nigga. But man, he said he lost 500 pounds or some shit like that on um from How? Su- How? How? Nigga, you was getting a veggie delight every day, every my nigga? Day. Every day. With every- flatbread. Could have been getting a white bread. <laughs> every day, my nigga, you had to get flat. I don't think they- did they have flatbread even back then? I don't know. Shit. My nigga got a veggie delight. <laughs> Three times a day for for months. What the fuck you eating, my nigga? You might as well eat grass. The fuck? You gonna eat, nigga? You not a real. 
course you're not a real man. Fuck you. I hope you burn in hell for this shit. So, yeah, like it's so hard to eat healthy in the uh, RFI because it's like this little fake subway station. And, you know, you can pick and choose if you like turkey meat or chicken or something that's like a little healthier. And then they got like salad. Yeah. And then they got like the vegetarian options, which I have not tried. I haven't tried all of them. I've tried some of them, but... Some of them are good. Yeah, like, some are good. The enchilada they have at the Southern Station, yeah. that shit fire. Yeah. That shit fire. The vegan mashed potatoes, I, I can't taste no I difference. I haven't tasted them yet. I can't taste no difference. I'm My scared pro- to taste the, the chick patty... Oh. Whatever that Dog, is, I had the I had their ver- I had the vegan version of um, was not not the it's it's not sloppy joes um roast beef no not roast pork um, it's like it's a whole bunch of meat that they slice and they put it in barbecue sauce ribs no it's not ribs but like they slice the meat into little a lot of um little pieces so it comes in chunks and then they put it on some bread and make it like a little sandwich oh the pulled pork yeah pulled pork yeah pulled pork. I had the vegan replacement for I that. I saw that, and I thought about trying it, but Don't. the dude told me, yeah, the dude who served me, he was like, I wouldn't. Don't. I was like, I'm going to trust you. Don't. I tried it. I tried it. I was, man, I finished eating it because I was raised not to not to waste food, but, man, that was the worst thing I had to eat in my life. Yeah, I was, that it did, was it didn't good. look bad, though. It looked like. It looked good. Yeah, it looked like some rib tips. I was like, what's that? You, yeah. From afar, even up close, kind of, you don't stare too hard. You can't tell the difference. Yeah, you can't. And it smelled just the same, except sweeter. So you like, oh, this is going to have that little tangy taste to it. Oh, shit. Man, I put my mouth in that motherfucker, though. I wanted to die. I swear to God, I never. Shh. I ain't taste no. I, I ain't taste the barbecue. I taste more whatever they use in it. I saw on Twitter someone used banana pills for the pill pork. Nasty ass motherfuckers. Oh so, my god. <laughs> nasty ass motherfuckers. So hopefully that's not what I got. But it was not good. Like, I wonder how they go without eating meat. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah, I went. I went. Or I attempted to go vegetarian for the month of October, was it? I think it was so hard, bro, because I, I was literally eating veggie sandwiches every day because it wasn't that many options. Or, like, when they have, like, when they have, like, the quesadillas, but, like, the vegetarian option was, like, black yeah. beans. Those are pretty good. Um, it was just hard because, bro, meat I know is was just. Hungry. Yeah, like, <laughs> meat is just, like, I was so, like, uh, I can only eat so many like salads, like, oh my God. like yeah, that's on. what I'm saying. And so, like, usually what I've been trying to do is, I get one like, let's say I go to the Southern Station, I get the steak. Sorry, excuse me. I get the steak or like whatever meat that I want to get in the offer, but then I get everything else I get is vegetarian, yeah, or I vegan. So like, I could still eat what I want the meat because I really want that, but everything else is much more healthier in terms of nutrition and calories. What I don't like is they tell you the calories, and sometimes the the vegan meals have more calories or just as much as the regular ones, uh-huh. but they don't give you the full nutritional details because it's actually much healthier to eat the vegan option than the other one. Yeah. Because sometimes it got more fat, especially trans fat, sodium. A lot of these vegan meals don't have that. But that's something you know Central Michigan needs to do. Uh, our fault needs to do better of giving us the full nutritional a thing, because I don't want to go on a website and see what I'm trying to eat, my niggas. I'm just trying to go downstairs and swipe in and just pray that you have something good I want to eat. We ain't got time for this, my nigga. I'm on my computer 20 hours a day. <laughs> like, doing doing homework for hours on end. Like, come on now. Please just have it on the thing. But, man, how we got here? So, <laughs> I don't know how we got here. I don't know. But still, very, very, you know, you know, serve us better food, please. We need it. But, um... 
But that women's conference, though, you just slide past that like it, it just had like it was not a big deal. We was gonna get to it. I was just going through my weekend. Yeah, you shit. You had a nice weekend. Shit. You didn't break a camera. So <laughs> how was the women's conference? Um, I really enjoyed myself at the women's conference. So uh, we had or BSU uh, Black Student Union and uh, Wish hosted the first multicultural women's conference on CMU's campus, and. For the first time, I believe that this was a really good uh, conference. It was a good turnout. Um, so basically for the like time or the the events of the uh, conference, we started off, we had like name tags, they gave us a little goodie bag, it had nail polish in it and like a pen and like a candy and then they gave us like a little notepad to say no with and then we got to pick our sessions and then so the very first thing we started off with was a etiquette dinner which Ooh. I thought was just yeah I thought it was very different um because etiquette is very important when especially when you get to like the professional field and like in your career especially if you're in like the business world and so we learned you know how to properly eat uh, how to properly you know ask for coffee or which uh fork and spoon to use and which knives to use and I thought that was you know really uh beneficial for us and then uh we had a keynote speaker I cannot remember this woman's name Shane Shame on you. I don't know. I can't remember her name, but she was very sweet. And, like, she has a book uh, that she talks about basically just recognizing your worth as a woman mm-hmm. and just knowing, you know, when to let go of negative, like, friendships and, you know, when to focus on yourself and how to, you know, just grow as a woman. So that was very good, too. And then, you know, we had lunch uh, and we ate. And then after that, we went on to our breakout sessions. So for my first session. What is that? First off, breakout session. Uh, where you can like pick uh, like little mini sessions, like go hear other speakers talk, mm. like other people on campus. So for my first session, uh, I went to a presenter. Her name was Shantia Reese, and she talked about basically your learning about your credit score, which I think is a very important thing because. I know nothing really about it. Like, I wasn't taught that in high school. I haven't had any classes on it in college. So she basically just taught us about, like, you know, how to check our credit score and how we can uh, – we have one free credit report each 12 months through the annual credit report. And, you know, it can tell you all your personal information, your public records, uh, anything that's unpaid on your account, anything that's paid, your revolving credit. Um, and then she just, you know, kind of emphasized to always pay off your credit. You know, you never want to have debt. And then uh, – she also enforced that it's very important to uh, make sure we're educating ourselves on, like, finance and just anything in general because, you know, for our culture, it's very important that we educate ourselves so we can educate others in our culture. Yeah. And she talked about uh, stocks, investing in stocks. Um, God, she gave you a whole marketing degree. Yes, in- literally uh, loans and mortgages and 401ks and retirement plans. Um, and then she just gave us, uh, she also said, like, everybody needs a side hustle, which I think is very important. You know, everybody needs that Second money. Avenue yeah, that money, money that's coming in that you don't have to do much for. Yeah. And then the next one I went to was Securing the Bag by Alizé. Uh, Alizé, I'm pretty sure everybody knows her. She just graduated from here in December. Uh, so I took a lot from her. Um, uh presentation uh some of the things i took from uh she talked about goals and how to be like punctual um be realistic be persistent 
purposeful and be flexible. And then she also talked about knowing your limits. So knowing when to tell people no, knowing when to tell people that, you know, I need to take this time to myself and focus on myself and, you know, not doing too much. Because it's like you want to do so much on campus and you want to be helpful, but at the same time you need to recognize when you need to take time to yourself and focus hey, on your grades. Hey, look, look, that is a very, very important lesson. Let's, let's talk about that one for a <laughs> bit more. Learning how to say no. That is highly, highly important to learn yes. as you get older. It's so important. Because it is nothing wrong. There is nothing wrong worrying about yourself at all. Nigga, be selfish. You want to lay down in bed and not go to that party or not go to this event or whatever. You just want to lay down in bed and Netflix and just watch TV all day, go to the mall, treat yourself. Do that shit. Your mental health and your well-being is much more important than any obligation you do. Because this is, I told my mom this when we had the, the polar vortex, which no one still tell me what it is, actually. I don't know what the fuck that is, which I had with all them blizzards. Nobody knew what the fuck it was. <laughs> my mom was like, please don't go outside. I told my mom, I can't pass if I pass. You can't do anything if you die. It's just over with. So if you see anything that's too dangerous or something you don't want to do, this this get past the extreme. If you just don't, you just don't. If you just can't make it, for whatever reason, if you feel like you can't make it, you don't feel well. Don't push yourself if you if you know it's way too dangerous. Don't push don't push yourself. You know you're not gonna give a hundred and fifty percent to whatever you're trying to do and get there. Right, and it's okay to tell people like you know I just can't do this for you right now. When people are asking to do stuff, like if you really just don't have time and you need to focus on other stuff, and it's it's okay to be like no, like I just can't right now. You know, get back to me in a week or so when I have time. Time, yeah. Uh, especially family members are the hardest one to tell now. Yeah, those are the hardest ones because then they take it personal when you say no. I I'm really thankful I ain't got a family like that. Right. I'm really thankful. Like. I got a little refund check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got a little refund check. And I'm the type of person that I love my, I care about my family so much. I would literally ask them, hey, do you need anything? Like, are you sure? Like, you ain't got a light bill that needs to be paid. You ain't got something you want. Like my little brother, I'm like, you sure you don't want this new game? They have to tell me no. But like, even they know that I have a good refund check. <laughs> that oh my gosh. I got, I got to flaunt it. I ain't gonna tell you how much. But <laughs> even though they know that I have the money, they're not gonna ask me. Because the first thing they always ask is, "Are you okay? Are you are you giving yourself that mental break? Are you buying the things you want to buy for yourself? All that other shit." I know people who have family members. They got their mothers, their brothers, their father. They got cousins. They niggas ain't never heard of before or seen in years. Hey, cuz, let me get a little. Let me get fifty dollars for this for, for this light bill or something like that. Hey, I'll pay you right back all the time. You tell mm-hmm. they tell them no. Oh, see, I knew you wasn't a real one. You never was down with us. You were never a good family member. That's why I never liked you anyway. Why you think no, nobody hangs around you all that other shit? They try to bring you down. Yeah, it's very sad that people are like that towards their uh, family members. Cause they won't do the same for you in return. Like, they, cause they can't. They also can't. Cause like if you end up, and we're gonna take it like this. It's well known that for most African American families, we are from two hundred to two hundred fifty years behind in terms of generational wealth. So once one person in this immediate family, I'm not gonna say extended. Let's just just keep it immediate family: mother, brother, father, siblings. And siblings, just like that. Once one of the once one of those people 
outside of the mother and father becomes that meal ticket. Everybody's going to treat you differently. That what happens most of the time because you're like the first person in ever or in a long time that someone that close to them, they, they have a lot of money for that can live just, they can live well beyond that their means of the prior family members. Like most of my, when I was growing up, shit, we only had enough money for bills, food, and clothes. That's all we had left. You, want, you wanted a game, mom, if I wanted a game, my mom or my grandma or my dad had to work overtime. If I wanted a new pair of $160 shoes, Jordans, what I used to wear all the time, my, they had to work overtime. Whatever I wanted I was extra, they had to put extra work in. Was that one person who doesn't have to do that? And they see that like, oh, now I can actually like start having living more of a life. That's hard because you want to see them do that too. But then you get cases like there's a famous, um, there's a hockey player. He trusted his mom and dad with all his money. They blew it all. He made millions of dollars. They blew it all. Kobe Bryant, one of the greatest basketball players ever. His own mama sued him. Cause she, cause he didn't, he didn't want to send her her requested amount. I forgot the exact amount that, that she wanted. And then she tried to auction all his childhood goods from like toys, basketball, memorabilia, trophies, all these goods that Kobe acquired just to make extra, some extra cash. And she sued him as well. Can you not, I want you to sit back. Can you ever think about your mama suing you just because you want to give her no money? That's crazy. My mom would never. My mom would never do that. My grandma would never do that. His own mom, Kobe Bryant mama, sued him. That's messed up. A whole, a whole hockey player who made millions, not just one, not two, he made millions. His parents blew away all of it. He didn't have a dime left. And this was when he was playing in his prime, his career. Family members are, look, everybody knows, I say on this podcast all the time, I'm a huge family person. Bobby also be the first to tell you, not all not all family members are good at all. That's true. Not all of them are good. The ones I keep close to me, my mom, my father, my brother. Wait, damn, wait. I have so many. <laughs> my little, my the one, the, my brother with, you know, me and my mom, because my dad has like seven kids. So that, my brother, my uncles, three of them, really. Both of my grandmas are still alive. Thank God. I thank God for that every day. Um... My cousin Dawson, shout out, to, shout out to you! Happy birthday, old ass! You like you finally turned thirty. I thought you were thirty all these years, old ass nigga. So, all these people I keep close to me, and and there's and there's more as well, but I just can't come up at the time. I keep these people really close to me. So whatever they need, I will call them and like, hey, I've heard about the problem. Do you need anything? Like, you need me to buy something? Do you need me to tell somebody this or that? I got all these people I will always look out for. But there's other people like cousins. I go back home when my dad tells them what I do. They'd be like, hey, yo, man, can you play my song on the radio at your school? No, nigga, I haven't talked to you in 10 years. The fuck? Yeah, people always want something, man. Hey, bro, yeah, hey, bro, I heard you doing all this. I heard, you know, you got your little podcast up here. You got the radio station here. You got a hip-hop magazine job. You do this and that. Hey, bro, come on, hook us up. No, nigga. What have you done? You finally found my number after all this shit. You could have found this long before, long ago. Where were you at? Where, where were you when I was struggling my first month? When I came in with a luggage case, I was like half half empty. Because half the shit I got back home, I can't bring up here. 
you was nowhere to be found when I needed money, when I was struggling. Now I'm doing, I'm not even doing well for myself financially. I'm doing all this so I can get somewhere in the future. Now you just want to come along for the ride? No, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. <laughs> okay. The fuck? And we all got family members like that. They hear you doing something good? Hey, hey, hey Dave, let, let me hop on that wave. You gotta tell them no. Yeah, I'm thankful that a lot of my family isn't like that because... And I would. Ooh, I'm not the one. <laughs> I usually I don't got it. You know, oh, I don't got it. I'm sorry, cause no. You're you not say you ain't got me. it. Why you got it? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't got it. I'm sorry. Like, oh, you need that twenty? I ain't got it on me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, damn, damn, man, I'm broke. Like, whew. And it, it got to be like that. Because not everybody can have those same privileges. Yeah. Because there's people who would take advantage of you, not just Definitely. friends. Most people, most of the crimes that's committed is by people you know. Most of the time, most of the time is by people you know, never by a stranger. It could be your best friend that stabbed you in your back over the slightest thing. Could be a family member over the slightest thing. Nigga, someone... Kanye West's cousin stole a laptop he was recording fucking bitches on. And Kanye West had to pay him, I think, $250,000 to get his laptop back. Crazy what people do for money. Because money, money, life, there's a scoreboard, and that scoreboard is kind of about how much you got in your bank account, how much you get back in taxes, or how much you're paying in taxes. If, you, if you're not paying at all, you must be doing something right because you, you got the money to actually take advantage of those loopholes. Money's the is what makes the world go round. Yeah. And personally, I hate... Okay, let me not say I hate money, because that should be a lie. I was about to say. <laughs> That'd be a lie. But money, if you ask... If, if someone tell me what I value, money's not even top five, probably barely makes it top ten. If it isn't the top ten, it's like at number ten. Money don't mean shit to me. Because it's not that important. Money comes and goes. Whatever you lose, you can make it back. Wherever you gain, you can easily lose it. Yeah, my uh, my dad has always told me, like, you know, especially when it comes to, like, giving money to, like, family members or friends who need it and, you know, who you know can give you the money back or, you know, who has been there for you. Like, my dad always tells me, like, you know, never stress over money because, you know, God going to, you know, reward you 10 times more for doing that for somebody else because, like... It's just if you have the means to do it and you can help someone who, you know, who you know you can trust and who you know has been there for you as well, you know, it's, you know, just the right thing to try to help also, them out. It also adds in who you know is gonna who's gonna do exactly what they say they need it for and also make it or, or make it that whatever you give them amount, they make sure it has the most impact it can. From starting a business, like hey, like look, if let's say I'm in a grateful position where I make six figures a year, just Let's just say that. I would have no problem if, like, my mom, my brother, or even my cousin was like, hey, let me let me get an X amount to, to, to help start up this business. First thing you got to do is hear what, they, what the business plan is to see it's effective. Then, if you, can, then you don't you know, immediately turn away. If you trust them already and they've already been down for you, like, like on what Davey said, you can easily, like, all right, look, the plan is nice. We can change some things. Let's go see an, see an advisor about this. Let's go speak to somebody to see who's in this industry and, and knows what it takes and actually what you need to adjust and what you need to look out for. You give them those means. 
And then once everything seems right and you feel like they have an understanding plan, you can say, hey, look, you can pay me back or not. Or you or, or is it a business like at least let me own some percentage of the company or, or some shit like that, just so you can get, you know, some money back and then more if it blows up. But always make sure that that person does exactly what they say they're gonna do with the money and what they need it for. Niggas would tell you, hey, I need I need this money to go on um, pay, get my son, my child some di- diapers, man. I need some food to eat and all that shit. Next thing you know, you see them in the fucking strip club. Throwing money. Money. Wasting that motherfucker. Or they're not doing anything. They they buying clothes and shoes with materialistic material items that aren't even important. Yeah, I hate when you loan somebody some loan somebody some money and then you see them on Snapchat like with trying to flaunt the money that you just gave them, talking about like, yeah, like I got it it like that. Nigga. (laughs) I'll be like, boy. Some of the richest people in the world wear sketches, my niggas. With old, with baggy ass pants, and a and a button up shirt where half of it is tucked, the other one ain't. With a belt that don't match for shit. <laughs> and they the some of the richest people on earth. They dress bad. Their drip is dirty. What I tell matter. you? Don't matter. Just look. We have a. There's a lot of people, especially in this area of clout, which I hate. Oh. God, I fucking hate clout. Clout don't mean shit. I hate how everything is based on clout. I hate how everything is based on based on influence. I hate all of that shit. Just because you got a lot of people don't mean you should be making a lot of money. All this money just because you got a lot of people following you or care about your life. Why do you dictate what's good or not? How do you dictate that? How do you dictate where people go? How do you di- dictate where people live? That's so fucking stupid. Hate shit like that. Clout is just, le- you just 15 minutes of fame. Get your 15 minutes of fame, nigga, we forget your name. We don't, we don't give a fuck who you are or what you did. Wow, you went viral for a 10-second video of you getting your ass beat and you said some funny shit. Wow, that's fucking hilarious, my niggas. Wow, you did a, a funny skit. The only funny skit you ever fucking did on IG. Wow, my nigga, that's a lot of clout. Shut up. Sorry. So, <laughs> I'm looking at you like, boy, you better calm down. I'm so, <laughs> Don't let them get you that mad. It, it, it just, I, it's not, it's, it diverts a little bit from the conversation, but like, clout is such a dangerous thing. Now. Like, I've seen it, we've all seen it on the internet, on social media, what people would do for clout. Where there are niggas, there are people out here, niggas out here, who will literally record themselves and just say, caption this. I've seen those. <laughs> there are niggas who will literally like make a whole skit in the club of something happening just for some clout. I'm like, oh, don't talk to me. I'm too, I'm too pretty. Or this bitch thinks she can fuck after all this money. Nigga, why? <clears throat> why are you manufacturing these moments just to get 10,000 retweets? That's gonna be your pen tweet for, for the next three years, my nigga. Cause sometimes the the retweets get them. Freaking, I don't even know, man. It, it gets them, ex- you f- they feel important. Yeah, but no, I'm talking about the people who, like, get famous. Like, get that oh, little 15 minutes of fame for a yeah, minute. So, one, niggas make one good Twitter joke. They're comedians now. I only don't get mad when people, like, use clout when they, like, manifest into something, like, bigger. Like, that they actually, like, take the platform. They see the opportunity and they run with it. Like, yeah. I don't get mad at people like that because if if boy don't let me go viral on Twitter, I'm a boy. Shit, we can go. We, we can go in right now. I'm front. Like, come on. Like, there's, there's another example about that. I don't mind if it comes organically. 
if it comes, if it's not something you've been forcing and trying to force or just hop on a wave because everybody's doing it. Look, clout is all what it is. Clout. You know what? Let me pull up the Urban Dictionary um, um, definition of, of clout. Oh, here we go. Because this is, this is very important. Clout, by Urban Dictionary. <clears throat> Hold on. You know, the Wi-Fi kind of terrible here. <laughs> also, CMU Wi-Fi is top five worse anything, by the way. Top five worse anything. So clout is being famous or having an influence on, is the top definition. Power, fame, money, influence, style, etc. Clout. Clout is a sh- shit. God damn. All right. <laughs> All right. That was that was a crazy ass definition. I'm not even gonna say it. Urban dictionaries also, by the way, is <laughs> is some of the funniest places you can see for words that don't. You never thought it existed. You should if you ever bored, just swim through Urban Dictionary on like for t- 15 minutes. You are gonna find some crazy ass shit. Now on the dictionary website is a pull, strong influence, muscle, especially political power. What power do you have on social media if you make a video, you know, a funny comment, a funny tweet, something, you know, you know, just really, whatever it is, something really engaging with the people. What kind of power or money or fame or influence do you really have in those 15 minutes when the very next hour we will completely forget your whole entire existence? Why are you, why are so many people, so many people rushing for this kind of clout just to be seen and heard with no real substance underneath them? Nothing. You're not intoxicating to even look at, to even inhale or even take in. We just see you doing something stupid. You're my entertainment. Why do you, why are so many people feel the need this is something they want to do and have to do it? I don't see. I don't like s- s- simplifying it to the point that people just want social media and just—I mean, not social media. People want the retweets and the likes. That's been said so much to the point I don't even. There has to be something more to this. There has to be more than just "damn, I want a thousand people to retweet my shit." People want to be known. And but and that's the that's the thing that drives me crazy because. All our life in school, we've been told we have to do, we have to strive for things that have a lot of clout, a lot of prestige, particularly prestige. Doctors, lawyers, construction workers. Construction workers. I've heard construction workers a lot. Boy, who the fuck hey, look, I don't, look, man, I ain't, I ain't gonna this. <laughs> I ain't gonna say anything bad about that because there's people who be doing. Who, I know people who don't make a lot of money construction workers. I know people who do. And let me tell you, the people who don't, they hate their jobs. I was about to say. They uh, hate their jobs. The people who do, they love their job. But you don't hear, but yeah, I heard that. You don't hear anybody say, hey, be a welder. A welder, sorry. Get a trade. Be an electrician. Be a plumber. You know, those type of jobs, you make double figures, at least at minimum 12, even more than that per hour. Yeah, you cleaning up toilets and sewers. Yeah, you just welding iron and any other metallic items that needs to be welded at that time. But you're making more money than most of us. That's not a bad thing. There's no prestige in those type of jobs. You can be an airplane pilot. You can be a pilot that's just roaming through the skies. You can be a teacher. 
You could be a chef, a great cook in a, in a local restaurant. There's nothing wrong with that. Why, do, why is success always dictated on prestigious titles? But I don't think there's anything wrong for aiming to be a lawyer or a doctor. Like oh, no, aiming to be yeah. something, you know, that is prestigious, has a lot of, you know, I don't know. That's like a well-known job. Everybody knows, like, you know, yeah. a lawyer is a, a good job. A doctor is a great a job. job. Yeah. I don't think anything is wrong with that. Um, as far as, like, having a trade, like, or something like that, like, yeah, it isn't, you know, market as much as being, like, a doctor or a lawyer, but... I don't think anybody feels like it's something wrong with it. Like, I think now, like, the more we progress, I think people, you know, start yeah. to realize that having a tray is important, you know? Yeah. So I think we're getting better at it. Yeah. I was saying, like, in school, especially I was in elementary school, I didn't hear none of this. Oh, yeah, I feel yeah. you, like... I didn't hear none of this. Because I was definitely in sixth grade talking I was going to be a lawyer, because I'm or like... an astronaut. <laughs> like, nigga, I, I'm scared of heights, my nigga. I, I low-key get anxiety on a plane. You think I'm going to go down to space? Ain't no oxygen, pitch black, but the sun, the gravity, the ain't little to no gravity. My nigga, you think I want to go there? <laughs> you tripping? So like, I keep you don't hear none of this. It's all is we, in my opinion, from you know what I've seen and what I've observed from people. What people tell me to what I've seen for myself in classroom settings and just in society in general, we've been just been conditioned to always grab, have a title that's prestigious that garners respect. Not for what you do or what you've done, but what you are and what job do you have. And in the social media era, if it wasn't for any, if it, if it wasn't none of those jobs, it was the second one. It's the one that's what a lot of people want to be now, entertainers. Actors, rappers, singers, dance, talk show hosts, whatever you name, you got it, whatever you want it. The entertainment business, it feels like sometimes if you're not an entertainer, you're not doing none of these things that I've just named, what are you really doing in your life? Are you really successful? Do people really love you? When you have your own friends forget your birthday, but they're telling Kylie Jenner, happy birthday. They're telling Beyonce, they're buying Beyonce tickets, but they ain't supporting whatever you want to, you, you trying to build. Are you really important? I don't know. I wouldn't say, like, people... Yeah, entertainment is a big thing now with the way that, you know, society is going and the way, like, social media. But I think that some people get too caught up. Like, social media is just social media. Like, to a certain extent, it's just for fun. Yeah. So, like, those same people who be, like, you know, having the funny retweets, like, at the same time, they could be in school to be a lawyer. Yeah. Like, you know, there's rappers who, you know, are just rapping for fun, but they in school to be a doctor. Or, yeah. you know, they're actually really smart. So, yeah, oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I wouldn't say, like, I wouldn't say that, like, being like if you're not in their entertainment like you don't matter yeah but i don't know because the reason i've always felt like this because i'm not always felt like this i've been feeling like this since like my senior year of high school and i've just seen it just like I, i've it's just grown not grown more hatred for it but like the ideal that your life doesn't your life your life and your success doesn't matter because you ain't doing these certain things that stigma well, it is fading away slowly. It just needs to go away completely, in my opinion. I, I want it gone by tonight, <laughs> by after this podcast. Because, like, success is not based on what other people say at all. It's the goals that you set 
the goals you strive for, whatever you want to achieve in your life, the long-lasting impact you want to have on the people around you and you care in the world, the legacy you want to leave behind when we're six feet underneath and your children, if you have if you're lucky to have some, or even if you want some, if you don't, whatever, the legacy you leave behind when you're dead is all based on what you want to achieve. Not what someone tells you to be. Not what someone tells you what to do. What do you want to achieve? Do you really, really want to do these, these particular jobs you've always been told to do? You know how many people I've met, particularly when I was in community college, they would be like, oh my, yeah, I want to be a nurse. Or I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a businessman. And they hate the degrees. They hate what they're trying to do and trying to be. I used to want to be a businessman. My first major was business administration. I fucking hated it. <laughs> my mom and dad was pushing business on me. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. I hated it. I told my mom I want to be a broadcaster. My mom was like, did you always feel this way? I'm like, kind of. I mean, I was more interested in um, sports broadcasting, but I'm like, I just want to see what the feel's like. She said, why didn't you tell me then, nigga? Damn, we would have got you the stuff needed. So luckily, I had a, I had parents who just wanted me to do whatever I wanted to do. But there's parents who's like, no, you ain't going to do that. Yeah. That doesn't have any clout. doesn't have any power. doesn't have any fame. It doesn't, have, it doesn't attach anything to your name. Yeah, I see what you're saying. My parents, well, at first I wanted to go into the medical field, but then I changed and uh, wanted to go into journalism. And when I first told them that, they kind of was just like, "What? what is that? Like, like they knew, like, okay, like, yeah, you'd be writing, but, like, what? Like, that's what you want to do? So it kind of, like, threw them off. And then, like, my dad uh, graduated with a business degree, so he kind of wanted me to go into, like, HR and, like, you know, it just wasn't a me thing. And then, you know, like, once I transitioned to, like, PR, which is, like, my major now, they really like that because they see, you know, the opportunities that PR has in the field, and they like that more than journalism. But I definitely feel you because or see, you know, how people can be like that because my parents, you know, were just like, you know, go be, like, in the medical field, go be a nurse or go be a doctor, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of was just like, eh, like, I don't yeah. want to do that no more. Yeah. Like... You know, I could build a name for myself in, you know, PR or in advertising or anything else I want to do. Dude, so, like... Look, it's what you wanted... Like, my dad... When my dad found out radio DJs barely make $32,000 a year, he, he, he was mad as shit. Like, <laughs> he was mad as shit when I told him this is what... This, this is one of my, my dream jobs. And I want to be a radio DJ. How much you make? Oh, you know, you start off making 32000 Before I can even get to, like, the... the the with the potential earning what the big ones make like Charlemagne the God Sway in the morning Sway's also been fucking up lately I don't know what the fuck that man's been doing he low his horny level's been outrageous the past couple of videos I've been watching and then you have like big boy neighborhood big boy out there in L A they they make six figures probably even millions just from other jobs you do just from being a DJ. So, like, but my dad was like, how you going to live off 32000 What the fuck you in school for? You going to be in debt more than that. You going to be do this. That ain't no career. Why you going to go, go to business? I'm like, dad, 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 daddy, daddy. <laughs> I love you. I truly do. But you don't control my life. You can tell me all these things all you want. 
this is what I'm going to do, Dad. Right, because if you want to be in the medical field so bad, you come take these bio and yeah. chemistry classes Sis. because I'm not. You, like You come through and take these, these marketing classes where professors read off the PowerPoint. Boom. So, uh, so this is th- this all. You, you come do that for two hours, two days a week. And just read off power and read off a PowerPoint. Then you get an exam that matches nothing on the PowerPoint okay. or on the study guide. You come do that. You come just sit through that do that bullshit. You don't want to do that. I don't like doing it. You know what I like doing? I like doing this. I like writing about music. I like writing music. I like writing poetry. I like reporting. I like interviewing with artists. I like interviewing with all kinds of people. That's what I like to do. Who gives a f- flying fuck if that comes with no? No, no power, no clout, no fame, a lifestyle that that you that's so unattainable for most people, the glitz, the glamour, the glory, all that. I don't want that. It's not necessary, but we've been told it's something we all should dream for, all should strive for, it's something we all deserve. But is that something do you want? Is the question. That's what social media. Sometimes it just takes all that in. You see people desperate to make them to become a meme. You see people desperate to be, to be just get any sort of clout. They do things they even disagree with, from ideals to values to just jokes, whatever. They do any. They do something they disagree with just to get that attention. Yeah. Me, I'm just perfectly fine. <laughs> I know my co-host here perfectly fine. If you are comfortable with doing whatever you want to do, I will. I don't care if you are working minimum wage, you are a minimum wage waiter or waitress at a restaurant or a CEO of the most successful building, successful business in the world. I'm gonna treat you the same way I treat everybody else with respect until you don't deserve it, because you are just a human being and and the same eyes as me. You see me as a human being, I see you. We both gonna die eventually. We ain't gonna. Live, we ain't supposed to live forever. Just because you do something that makes more money than me, or you're talented in something that makes more money than me, or vice versa, doesn't fucking matter. How good of a person you are. So now we're gonna transition to a different topic. You're yeah. getting too worked up. <laughs> you're getting too worked up. I don't like this. I'm, oh god, <laughs> you should have. <laughs> you letting the cloud I, people get to you. Oh, I did. I did. You can't let them get to you. <sighs> My, my bad, y'all. My bad. I just, you know, yeah. Yep, yep just, yep. 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 So let's go to something much more happier. Did you know they make an Adore Explorer movie? Really? Yes. I was on an Adore Explorer play, a musical, you? in high school. I was not Dora. <laughs> I was not Dora. I cannot sing, so I was not the lead. What, what did you play? I'm not going to tell you. Nah, nah. I can't see, tell you. See, you said it now, so you got to tell Because I thought it. it would be interesting, like, you know, just a fun fact about uh, no, Navy. No, nah, no, nah. We need to know more. No, <laughs> did you play I don't the map? No, because the map had to sing, too. I can't <laughs> sing. Okay, did you play the mother? No, the mother wasn't in it. We did, like, the... Uh, what did she do? Diego was in it. They went, like... It was, like, they was on a boat. I can't remember which theme it was. <laughs> <laughs> you really like what tells what you did. No. Talk. It's embarrassing. Okay, and come on, come on. We got the people want to know. What did you play? If, I, if it's not embarrassing, I swear to God. It is okay. So, okay, like I said, it was a musical, so it involves singing. Yeah. Uh I cannot sing whatsoever. Uh I'm a dancer, you know, that's my thing. So 
like I was just like a kind of a, just like an extra, like just like an extra dancer or yeah. whatever. But then like my like character. Okay, so you know when like Dora does anything good, those like three little things run across the screen. Yeah, I was that. <laughs> I was like, I forgot which one I was, but I was like one of those. Oh wow! We had like a cardboard thingy like cut out of it. And we would run across the stage and like shake it to the music and then run off. And then I'll be like a little extra dancer. <laughs> oh my god, yo! <laughs> wow. Okay, I was I was expecting something else, but this. so yeah, they're making a, 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 a let's transition to the actual movie now. Um, <laughs> it's not that funny. I'm sorry. I apologize. Okay, you know what? I'm sorry, but it is. So, it's not. So, the new movie that's coming out, it's a live action movie. First off, they didn't even do the the great scenes where Dora would just look at you in a, on the TV and say, do you see a bow? <laughs> it just, like, sounded for three seconds. I see a bow. What color is it? Red? It is red. They didn't do none of that shit in the movie trailer. Really? She pulled out a fucking knife. What? <laughs> a knife? She, what? After, look, after, she was raised in the jungle, so they put her in high school. In so the, she's an older Dora? Older, teenage Dora. Oh, okay. So she's telling everybody, oh, I'm your, where, where did you transfer from? The jungle. Not funny. So she goes, they go to this museum, and they get kidnapped so somehow. And she pulls out the kni- the knife while they're in this box to try to get out. And I'm like, I don't think Dora ever carried a knife. Like, the fuck going on around here? Maybe teenage Dora did. Probably strapped. When she was strapped up to the T, my nigga. She was, she was out here looking like Laura Croft in the fucking video, in, in, in the trailer, Tomb Raider. So, you know Tomb Raider. Please tell me you know Tomb Raider. I don't think so. You know the video game Tomb Raider? Laura Croft? Do I look like I play she's video like, games? She, she's the lady that always holds two pistols in her hands. From no. what video game? Tomb Raider. No. Oh, God damn. I know you're going to appreciate that one. So, <laughs> I know you guys. So, she pulled out the knife. Essentially, they have to save this, um, I forgot, I think it was an artifact or something. And then, it's just a, it's like another corny-ass Hollywood action movie. Mm. Which just, it's, it's, it doesn't look good. The jokes are so bad. The... Diego don't even look like Diego. He really don't. Are they uh, people of color or are they white? Did they cast like actual Mexicans? I didn't. I actually did not look into that. I know they didn't. They didn't look white. I mean, one of them is, but she just, also they don't even have the animals. They only have the monkey, and that's it. I, they didn't even show. They swip- got boots. They didn't even show Swiper. Well, maybe they didn't want to put it all in the trailer. Look, nah, look, Swiper. Is was the main villain of that show. The main villain is like a group of people, like a, like. But a, if it's a teenage door, yeah, they might not have included him, cause he probably long gone. Hey, don't think like that. <laughs> don't don't swiper, think that. No swiper. Swiper. Okay, oh, that was the best part of the show. You had to scream swiper. No swiping. He's still he looking at you like a badass kid. Like no swiping. He's still still the motherfucker. Like come on, now. none of that shit. That movie's not going to be good. Not going to be good at all. That's about. But the movie I am excited for to see is Toy Story 4. That's going to be a great fucking movie. I hope so. You saw the trailer, right? Yes. What did you think about it? I thought it was kind of sad, but it's like an exciting sad, if that makes sense. 
It seems Probably like. gonna have to bring that back. What? <laughs> excited, sad? Yeah, I've like I'm heard. excited to see the movie, but I'm sad because it's like the end. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. I, mean, I thought Toy Story 3 was the end. I thought it should have been the end. Really? You don't think they should have made another one? I don't think. To- I, I'm excited to see the movie, but I don't think Toy Story 4 is necessary. Mm. I really don't. Like Unless the Fast they're going. Furious. Oh my God, don't even get me on Fast and Furious. You saw, you know the new movie that they're going to have with Dwayne and Jay? Yeah, it's like a tangent off into another yeah. thing. Like, it don't even. Dog, I don't. I, that movie should have ended by after Tokyo Drift. Dead ass. Tokyo, Tokyo Drift. Drift. Oh, at the last one where they dedicated his paw. You know what? They should end it right then and there. Yeah. That ending was beautiful. That song was perfect. Like it's been a long. I was in the movie theater like, oh my god. I love you, cried. That's the only time I cried at this. It was like. Can we be honest about this though? That that movie was not good. It was not that good. You didn't like it? No. I liked it because. Of how they like chose to end it for him. Yeah, I mean, I like the movie throughout too, though. Yeah, if I'm the ending was really movie. was really well done. They had his brother play him at the end. Yeah, as drift off. It was really well done. But I didn't like the movie as a whole. It wasn't. It wasn't that good. The the last one. The last one. The one. The one after that wasn't that good either. It just. It's I, so many. I can't remember. Look, isn't there? They're on like eight now. Eight seven. I don't even fucking know. I need to end this damn movie. <laughs> yeah. And plus Tyrese, I can't. Tyrese played the same nigga in like almost every movie at this point. First of all, I love Tyrese, so don't talk about him. So like I was saying, he played the same movie in like every Don't talk about my man like that. <laughs> Your I man. like him. Look, look. You st- oh, God, he cannot act. This man. What more do care. you want from me? <laughs> Stop talking about him. He was going through something. Oh, uh, yeah, it's corny ass nigga. So... Damn, that movie needs to end. But Toy Story 4, I saw the trailer. The trailer looks really fucking good. Yeah. I'm really excited to see, um, because Andy's not in the show no more. It's another girl. I forgot her name. It's a little baby now. So, like, those are her toys. Mm-hmm. She made a toy off a of spork, which, okay, I guess. You have some real ass toy. You got Buzz Lightyear. Lightyear. You ain't gonna play with the fuck. You gonna play, you gonna play with a spork? Like, my nigga, what's wrong with you? But anyway. The sport goes off on his own because it essentially it had an extra extra um existential existential shit. I forgot to pronounce this word. Existential existential crisis where it was like, oh my god, I never wanted to be born, I never wanted to be created, blase blase, and just got off the fucking van. And then what's the cowboy name again? Woody. Woody went down to chase him. Then they stumbled they stumbled upon um it was was it Cinderella that they stumbled upon the princess. It was uh. It was like Barbie or Yeah, like, some shit like that. Yeah. And then it, it takes them to a land where there's an endless amount of kids, essentially, that just always wants to play with toys. So Woody's thinking about staying and not going with the owner. Then the owner comes back. Woody's like, oh, shit, I really need to get back to, to my owner. And they go back. And then all the toys, but he didn't get there in time. So now all the toy, the rest of the toys, Buzz, the dinosaur, Mr. Potato Head, they're going to get off the van as well. And try to get Woody back. And so, like, I wonder how this is going to end. Allegedly, someone's supposed to die. That's why I, I was saying, like, it's sad. I don't know. First off, how does a toy die? He, he breaks. Can they be fixed? Maybe. <laughs> like, how does a toy die? Somebody break all their parts off, and maybe they lose all the parts. I don't know. No, this is, okay, see. see this or their is, batteries run out. I don't oh, know. God, the batteries run <laughs> 
<laughs> the battery short. That's terrible. But like, how does a fucking tort that? See, okay. But someone's supposed, something sad is supposed to happen with one of the characters. I think he's going to be Woody mm-hmm. or Buzz Lightyear. It's, it's the only two characters we really care about. Yeah. It I ain't going to lie. If the dinosaur dies, I'm going to be mad as shit. Because, like. Wait, are the uh, potatoes in it too? Yeah. Yeah, I like them too. But I don't like them enough if they die, I'm going to cry. Not that I'm going to cry, but I'm just saying, like, I like them too. Like, the, uh, what is he, a T Rex? The T Rex. If he dies, I'm not going. I'm gonna be He's mad. He's so at funny. Shit. He funny, but like, nah. He dying gonna cry. It has to be Woody, Buzz, or it was in, it was the first or second one, the cowboy version of Woody, the, the female, girl, the girl, yeah. Uh, Wendy. Wendy, yeah. If she comes back, and then and and she dies, oh, that's gonna be sad. Yeah. That's gonna be sad. You know what? I predict that's what's gonna happen. I predict <laughs> she's gonna come back. I predict it right now. If I'm wrong, ain't shit gonna happen. <laughs> but she's gonna come back and she's gonna die. She's the one who's gonna die. Guarantee it. This is the perfect one. Have you ever seen um the Avengers? What was it? The Avengers movie, um, Cronon? Some shit like that? Cronon. No. Boy. Look, man, I'm not I'm not good with movie names or I'm not good with people names in general. People need to realize that. I remember faces. I don't remember names. But we're talking about movies. Yeah, I know, but like same shit. So <laughs> Cron, no, not Cronon. Damn it, Avenger movies. Fuck it, let's look it up. Cause there was this one movie where, in that Infinity War, Age of Ultron. Yeah. Oh, okay. And remember that? Remember that, that 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 really fast kid in that movie? Yeah. And then he died. Uh huh. I did not. I low key was mad as shit when they did that. Cause like I don't care about this nigga enough to to care if he dies. They always kill characters I don't care about. But who you think they're gonna kill? Iron Man? Shit! I would. I would. I would imagine they killed Iron Man. Just imagine. Imagine no. the impact he would have. No. Or, or even if, not, oh, not, not, not say Iron Man, let's say, um, down, okay, now you see, you're going to try to make me remember another name. Um, The one, the, the Archer. Oh, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Damn it, damn it. See, this is why I'm, t- this is why we should never, ever, 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 ever. <laughs> I forgot his never, name. Oh, Black Widow. Let's say Black Widow. Imagine okay. they kill Black Widow. I like Black Widow. It, that would, it was it would be more impactful than the than the kid died. I literally just saw him in this movie. He was a bad guy. He turned good, then he died. You know who I was really sad when he died? Who? Spider Man when he faded away. That shit was so sad. That was so sad. My heart. I was like, What's the start? I don't feel so good. I was like, Oh my god, he's just a he's just a baby. Did you did you see the meme where they played when that same clip? They put um, murder on my mind over it. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> this is a serious moment. That shit was so funny. They put more <laughs> Man, just speaking of Avengers, I can't wait until oh, Endgame come out. Oh, I really can't either. Oh, my. I, it's going to be three hours and two minutes long. Yes. Y'all, I love Marvel movies. I've seen just about everyone except I have not seen Captain Marvel yet. But I've seen literally. Seen yet. You haven't seen Ant-Man? I have to watch those before. Anyway. So, oh. yeah, I've seen everyone. Damn. I love Marvel, like, and I'm not one of the, one of those girls who just be saying this to say it. I really love Marvel, like, since I've been little. Like, I love Marvel. No, okay, so I, I haven't seen a, none of the Ant-Man movies. I, those are the only ones I haven't seen. So, but do you think, because I was talking, just saying, had this conversation with an Uber driver. And I told him, <laughs> I don't think Marvel has any misses when it comes to their movies since the beginning of this, of, of this whole entire, uh, this world. Do, yeah. you feel, do you feel that way, too? Like, any I'll, bad movie that they made? There's no bad movies. Like, 
I can't remember which one, but some of them, okay, like most of them like play a part in every single movie. Like every movie plays a part into like what we're waiting for now in game. Like everything has had their plays, you know, made their mark. I think it was one of the Iron Man three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then one of the uh, it was Captain Marvel. I think it was the Cold War, where uh, Iron Man and Captain Marvel like kind of you know faced off, and when they like first split apart, because Captain Marvel. uh, Wait, Civil War. Civil War. Yeah. Yeah, when he uh, knew that that was a uh, good movie. That was a really good. I like that one. When he uh, found out, you know, that he killed Odu killed uh, Iron Man's parents. I thought that was. I just thought it was really cool because they were just going head and head. Like it was oh, yeah. like they was all split. I'm like, That's when this first shit saw cold Black as Panther fuck. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this cold as fuck, bro. Like look, from because I, I look, they have 21 movies starting from the very first Captain Um America movie to the to the latest one of Captain Marvel. Each of those movies are rated seven or higher. From 2011, 2019, at least 20 more, 20 to 21 movies. You've seen uh uh, the galaxy ones. Yeah, oh, those are my favorite. Yeah. Those okay. Favorite. So those are the like those two. I ha- I didn't know that they were part of like the Marvel. Like I don't know. I just didn't realize until like I saw them and I like it pieced together the whole like Infinity Stones things for me because I was kind of lost. And, but it just pieced it all together, bro. I was like, Have you seen Doctor Strange? Yes. On Netflix. Really good movie. Yeah. Underrated. Underrated. Yes. As shit. Doctor Strange cold as fuck. Black Panther, of course. Thor Ragnarok, good movie. Yeah, and it was funny too. Yeah, like I said I haven't seen that in the Ant movie, so they don't have any misses. Yeah, in, in this whole entire, which is crazy. How you drop twenty one, about to be twenty two movies, and the worst one you could argue is the first Incredible Hulk. Hulk, because that's, that's the only that's the only movie they have for the Hulk solo movie, which is crazy actually. Yeah, and I think like I forgot what was the dilemma with that. Cause Stan Lee, he didn't make an appearance in that, did he? I don't, I don't remember. If he did, I don't. I don't think he did because uh, you know he has his, you know, damn. his cameo in each one. I, I, I saw him. He was in a cameo in Captain Marvel. Damn near cried. Dog, really? Got, he, so sad. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. I still got to see Captain Marvel. Oh my! And he's not gonna get the chance to see the, see Endgame. Oh. Fuck. I wonder. R.I.P. Stan. Oh, he he a legend. He, he a fucking legend by by far. So this this year, a oh, movie's gonna be great this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and that's when Spider Man, I'm Homecoming. No, I've far far away from home. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It didn't come I saw out the trailer. Yeah, the trailer. The trailer. <laughs> Jeez, before you come from my life, yeah, I, I was ready. Damn that that movie looks really fucking dope. The Homecoming one was. It's probably the best Spider Man so far. I really like this Spider Man, and I'm not gonna hold you up when it when he first came. I was kind of iffy because my heart belongs to, to the, the, original. Uh, the, original. the original. I love him, his little dorky self. Like, he was just so weird. I and, loved him. But we can't lie, Spider-Man 3 was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially that whole scene when he was turned to a bad guy. He's dancing around the street. It was low-key <laughs> funny, but I feel you. Yeah. No. It was funny. He was, he man, he was that nigga for a minute. No, hell no, he was not. Yes, he was. No, he, he was, was in the bitch dancing, doors opening up for him. He was flying. Yeah, I like, I kind of like Bad Spider Man for a little second. The, but se- yeah. the middle, the, the one before Homecoming, I forgot the one. The uh, one with like the the one guy. Yeah. He only had that one time. Uh, was his name Andrew Garfield? Yeah, yeah. That, I think he so. had two movies. He had two? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I think it was two. 
I thought it was just one because I don't think anybody liked him. Oh, no, look, those those movies weren't really good. Like, let's, let's just say that. I just didn't think he fit. But, like, uh, the new Spider-Man, he really fits, you know, like, the uh, comic book, like, Spider-Man. Like, he's a young, like, actual kid. And I think that the amazing was... Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's what, like... The original Spider-Man didn't have. He was he looked too old to be like a young, you know, dorky kid, yeah. like you know. So I think this new Spider-Man, I really like him. He's he's in, you know. He he played, he fits it perfectly. Yeah, I I fallen for him now. It took me a minute because low key I was I was I was with the original too. Yeah, like, I was like, bro, man, this nigga sucks. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, fuck him. Like, where's but the original? I saw the movie, and like, he he fits it. Yeah, he's, he's just like, you know, yeah, like it. a cute kid, like corny little jokes, like he's cute. I like it. And then, the, but I still think the best suit is the original. Really? Yeah, that's the that's the best suit. The It's just, it it, it it doesn't have any, like, outstanding details about it, like anything you'd be like, it just like any other suit you in your head. But you, the new one's kind of brighter, mm. and like the other one, the one I'm talking about, it's much it's much more darker, but the but the webs are kind of silver instead of white, so it gives it, 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 that that little detail just makes it just stand out to me so much more. And uh, since you're not a video game person, you haven't played um the Spider Man game that came out for the PS4. I have. You have? Yeah, email got it. Oh shit! Even better. <laughs> so he, does he have that the Sam Raimi suit? Um, I don't know exactly. Damn, because like you, I seen the original one and then. Ooh, which one other one did he unlock? I know they got, they got a um, a mechanical suit as well, which is I actually think, really good. Really yeah, I think I've seen that one. That's a great game. See, I don't have I have an Xbox. I only play that game because um, my cousin has a, a PS4. Oh. But I went back home doing um during in December. That's a great fucking game. Yeah. I'm so. I, I don't, it key, looks fun. I was so mad. At, I had an Xbox for those whole weeks. <laughs> I was so bad. I'm like, fuck. And then there's a new game come out. You know, I'm a video game nerd. Shakiro died. Shadows die twice. Y'all need y'all need to check that game out. Oh, I am so I'm dying <laughs> to play it. I've been game. watching a lot of gameplay. If you same. played the Dark Souls game, it has similar traits. It's the same team. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. It's the same developers, developers who made that Shadow um Dark Souls made Shadows Die Twice. So a lot of the controls from a lot of people saying they're gonna feel really similar. But the game is completely different. You play as a samurai ninja. You're the person you're supposed to be protecting gets kidnapped. You have to go save him. That's a part. That's literally the whole plot, the whole story. And then you get to learn more about the, the about the creative. Not you don't create a player, but the character you inherited. You get to learn more about his backstory. He lost an arm, and now he has a prosthetic arm that has multiple abilities. It's a great fucking game. I'm gonna buy it this weekend as a treat to myself. Yes. Treat yourself, honeys. Always remember Period. that. Treat yourself. I'm going to buy myself that game because I almost done beating Kingdom Hearts 3. So once I beat that game, I'm buying that because I just got also Tomb Raider. I'm, cra- I'm so mad you don't, got, you know, don't know what game that is. I looked it up. <laughs> Tomb Raider. She does look familiar. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson. Didn't Scarlett Johansson play Angelina that? Jolie. Yeah, yeah, Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Jolie. Yeah, okay, cool. I'm about to say Scarlett Johansson played characters she never supposed to be playing. And the ghost of the shell is the one that comes into mind the most. Um, how that white lady gets every minority, bro? That's crazy. But um, Shakira died twice. Always check that game out. So, uh, man, we have someone tap dancing like a motherfucker right now. Can I talk to you? Tap dancing like a motherfucker, boy. 
that man got so damn big, he need to use two bristles or two of, of, of toothbrushes to brush them motherfuckers. Them shits right there. Go, the Golden Gate Bridge is could just go through right through his mouth, through that gap. It's just ridiculous right now. And you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Daniel Caesar. So, <laughs> so Daniel Caesar jumped out the window and essentially begged the question, why are we so mean to Yes Jewels? Wow. And then, well, she said, well, he said more than that. So even after that, he said, you know, we're kind of, black people are just too sensitive. Black people need to stop being mean to people when they're, when black, when people are being mean to them. He said a lot of shit. Some of it had some points. I don't necessarily agree with completely. Right. But he raised some questions that make me, that make me think. But the overall gist of where he took the conversation, where he ended it, is completely wrong, my brother. It's completely wrong. Recriticize Yes Jules. Because like I stated, while she does good things in South Florida in particular with artists and, and, and her influence game, is out, is out of this world. She exploits, she constantly degrades a culture she continues to exploit all the time. Hip-hop, rap, black culture. When Murder Mook, another tap dancer, was begging for a crumb of pussy by laughing at every fucking joke, my bad, not joke, every fucking statement she said and did not check her one fucking time on all the questionable things she has done, on a, a platform, on a podcast that's much bigger than mine, and one of the more popular podcasts in hip-hop, you can check her? Really? And then, I get it, you're defending a friend. Where was your friend, was your friend defending you when social media was getting on your ass? That's what I was about to say. Where was she at? Where's she at, though? Where's she at, though? Nowhere to be fucking found. Was it worth it? If you're going to jump out the window support somebody like that, would you at least want them to do the same for you? And I get it. Do I think a society as a whole, I'm not going to say black people, a society as a whole, are we all a little bit sensitive? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. There's certain things that really ain't that much of a problem if you really look at it. But this situation when yes, Jules... It's, not, it's repeated behavior. See, once is an accident. Two is a pattern. She's done this multiple times, more than twice. I'm not going to get into her, the allegations of her having sex to get to where she is. Because one, I don't know if it's true or not. Two, I don't care if it's true or not. And three, my mama raised me much better than to degrade somebody for just having sex with allegedly a lot of men. That's it. So I'm not even going to get into that. And plus, four, and to say society, just, you, you just can't do it. I ain't trying to get killed. Okay. I really ain't. So, like, but there are allegations that she has done sexual f f favors to advance her career. There are clear proof when she posted a shirt saying, 
all niggas do a lot of something like that. She was saying, should we should she wear this? As a diss to the person who created the shirt, but she did not take in a hand, even with her comment, you're a white girl. Why would you want to say it? Why would you even want to wear it? Why do you want to associate yourself with that word? See, Mortar Mook was trying to say you're, you're black. He wanted some pussy. You're white. You can say you're Italian. Italian equals white. You can say you're Puerto Rican. You're not. You're white. You're a white girl with a fat ass. I go to Central Michigan University, obviously. I see that 12 times a day. It's not impressive. It really ain't. It really ain't. Is that all you got to offer? Is this what Daniel Caesar was jumping out the window for? <laughs> no. Please tell me no. She ain't gonna fuck you either, son. So please. What do you have to say? I'm about to go off again. So what do you have to say about it? I just thought it was interesting. Like, like you said, some of his points, I can kind of see where he was trying to go for. But then, like, I don't know. He just took it too far because then he, like, you know, make me broke. Like, don't support my music, blah, blah, blah. And everybody was yeah. like, Oh, you right. saying cancel him? Yeah. They say, all right, we can do that. <laughs> so, ain't no problem. Right. Ain't no problem. <laughs> that ain't no problem. Like, so he kind of, ooh, yeah, he put himself in a bad predicament. And then, like, people were saying, like, you know, where is she now? Because she wasn't defending him. You know, I don't, I didn't see anything. I didn't see her say anything. Nope. So, yeah. She didn't say anything public. This man went on Instagram Live. And and he gave the I started from the bottom and anything I have here is with my is with my with my with my fellow boys here. We we made our own well, you know that that bullshit. All right, cool, whatever, dog. Um first off, what heated you to say all these things, number one? Cause it seemed like more it was it seems to be more than just you want to defend a friend. It's like you you had this on your chest for a while, my nigga. The thing about this is that Kevin Hart saying, say it with your chest, it didn't sound convincing, my nigga. It, it really didn't. It sounded like, I, I'm not going to say, you know, C word, because I don't think you are against black people. I don't think you are against black, you know, progression. But in this one particular instance, I disagree, my friend. See, my mama also taught me. My mama's a great woman, by the way. <laughs> she taught me is there's two ways to always handle problems. You know, you can just take the high road, let that person look like an idiot, or you can actually know the street. You can whoop the shit out of them if it comes to that and they show you that kind of disrespect, or you can just use words. My mom told me, choose your battles wisely. And you do not choose this battle wisely. You should have just sat there and ate your food like you were at the restaurant, in that very same restaurant you was eating at. She just put that motherfucking phone down. Because, yes, Jules is not someone that can be easily defended. She's not. She has done so many, so much things that are questionable that you defending her looks bad. It's bad optics on you. Because for every, every rebuttal you have, I have 20 more just waiting to bring out. That you can't keep explaining over and over again. Why would you do that to yourself? Just eat your food, man. Just eat it. It must have been that. It wasn't that good either. I can tell because you was on Instagram Live just talking. I even eating, my nigga. You didn't even pay attention. You didn't even look at your plate. You must have been eating at Denny's. Like, come on, my nigga. And then, yes, Jules, 
Not even just Jules. Hannah Montana, you know, a little bit off, but Hannah Montana tried to sneak back in hip-hop, too, with a picture saying, um, what's Drip. that? Yeah, Drip. So that little baby lyric. Mm-hmm. This, this is the same girl who said hip-hop is problematic. That I don't want to be associated with that. Get the fuck out of here. We don't want your country ass here anyway. The fuck? We let you in one time. You did a song with Mike Will Made It. Juicy J. What was that song? Damn, what the, it's in my head, too. No. But that's just only, you was in hip-hop for that one good minute. You dissed that, and then you want to come back? Why the fuck y'all always do that? Why the fuck y'all use... Girl, you mad that your last album... Your last album went straight to the recycling bin. Wasn't platinum. Damn near wasn't aluminum. That shit was triple plastic. Nobody bought the motherfucker. We threw that bitch right into the recycling bin so it can make me a new fucking chair. And you just gonna call right back in in hip-hop? We don't want you. Stay out. Don't come back. Smoke weed. Be with your husband. Uh, people was calling her sweet. Like, I thought her little, what is he, a little country actor boyfriend stopped all this. Yeah, like, the, the fuck? Thought she was done wilding. Like, why are you here? We don't want you here anymore. It was 23. I, yeah, it was 23 with... Oh, Jay's on my feet. That's yeah, what Jay's on my feet. Yeah, it was called. I thought it was called Jay's. Jay's on my feet, but like it's called Twenty Three, or whatever. So that's uh, terrible. Is it Jordan? <laughs> yeah, for the Jordan. So like, I get like it doesn't make sense. So please don't come back. We we don't want you here. We don't want you at all. We, we don't like you as a culture. We want you to stay far, far away from us, from what we have going on here, because while. There's people like Miley and Yes Jules. There's some amazing female rappers out here right now. Megan the Stalin, Stalin. Oh my God. Oh, sorry, I'm saying saying Stalin, like Joseph Stalin. <sighs> Megan the Stalin. Forget it. Fuck it. I can't pronounce today. She's been buzzing on the internet. She just released a new single called Sex Talk. Not her, not her best single, but it's buzzing right now. That's all that really matters in hip hop. You got fucking Rico Nasty. You got Tierra Whack. You got Young Ma, Young M.A. You got so Drizzy, Tink. There's so much female talent out here rapping they ass off, giving out bars. We should not be paying, we should not be paying attention to Yes Jules. And Molly, we shouldn't be, Daniel Caesar should not be defending these two wretched women. It should just be, we should be celebrating all these great, great female rappers out here. Right. But nah, you wanna, you wanna protect the white women. Sorry, Uncle Ruckus would've been hella proud of you, my nigga. He'd've been so proud of you. Oh, you saw that interview he did on 105 and <laughs> The Breakfast Club, Uncle Ruckus? No. Oh, man. Yeah. Uncle Ruckus from the Boondocks? The, the person who voiced him, uh-huh. he did a whole interview as oh Uncle my, Ruckus. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I did not see that. It's so fucking funny. It's so funny. So, like, yeah, Uncle Ruckus would have been so proud of, of, of Daniel Caesar. Too bad he ain't real. And, and trust me, we, the real nigga ain't proud. The one who voiced him ain't proud. So, yeah, I guess that's all we have for today. 
Do you have anything you want to promote? Let go. Tell the people of the world. Another what is coming up? Okay. Rampage. We have um, a fundraiser coming up uh, called Get Baked and Loaded with Baked Potatoes and Get Them Loaded with like shrimp and chicken and all that kind of stuff. And you can make a pre-order with a deposit of $5 and then pay the rest of the day up. So um, if you go on our Instagram, which is CMU Rampage, you can like find out all the information for that. We also have our showcase coming up April 12th is a competition. It's at Broadway Theater. And then uh, for PBG, uh, we have Brown Girl to Brown Girl, which is how to brand yourself, which is April 2nd. It's a Tuesday at 6 p.m. Uh, we have guest speakers who are talking about uh, entrepreneurship, leadership, and post-graduation. Um, and you should definitely come out and you can check our Instagram for that, which is CMU or PBG CMU. So, yeah. Also, if you have forgotten, March 30th. At the Moore Amphitheater from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m., there is a Justice League, Justice League Music Festival going on. You do not want to miss that event. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be exciting. We have people, we have performances from The Anonymous to Raj to Crash Course Rhetoric and so much more performing that whole, whole entire time to RSOs actually explaining, um, actually promoting their, their group. It's going to be just a great atmosphere to listen to music and just have fun. And I just hope you guys come out and, um, you know, enjoy the show. So on that note, um, that was Junan. I truly hope you have a beautiful day.